You are listening to listener-supported Elisha Space Podcast. Today we will have a fun conversation with Travis Wilson, author of Let's Go, Weekly Devotions for Godly Competition in the Game of Life. He is a motivational speaker and minister who shares a positive message of encouragement to all. Join us as we have this dynamic conversation. Hello, audience. Thank you for joining us here at Elisha Space. It is always a privilege and honor to have you join us and listen to this podcast where we offer support, resources, as well as ways for you to receive healing through the podcast, as well as pastoral care as it is applicable to you. Today, I have with me a gentleman named Travis who has written a men's devotional with a sports emphasis. I asked him to come onto the show because after having conversations with him, I realized that he went through his own healing and restoration process, which led him to writing the book. So Travis, I thank you for joining us and for talking with us a little bit more about this. And I'm particularly when it comes to men, because the book was written from the perspective of reaching out to the audience of men. I think it's really important that, especially all of us, but including men, that they have those types of, of things out there for them, just to remind them how much God loves and cares for them. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. And honestly, to be honest, it's for everyone, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, I thank you so much for having me. I, pre- I appreciate this honor. Of course, of course. So would you mind sharing your story about how the Lord has brought healing and restoration to you? Yes, ma'am. So um, I'm actually from Salisbury, North Carolina. And for me, I grew up in the church. My dad was a pastor and a bishop, and he did a phenomenal job of raising me. My mom did a phenomenal job of raising me and helping my, me and my sisters understand the importance of what the difference between right and wrong, mm-hmm. according to the word of God. And just seeing his life and seeing my mom's life and how they taught us and how we should model our lives after not them, but Christ, most importantly. Um, seeing that was really, really cool. Going from revival to revival, seeing all the amazing things and, and healings that God was able to do and seeing so many souls be delivered and set free. Right. But growing up, obviously, I didn't really spend time with a lot of friends necessarily right. or hung out with a lot of friends. So I guess you could say I was quote unquote sheltered, but it was enjoyable at the same time. But then I was able to, once I go out in college, I went to Liberty University to be exact and, you know, had my experiences, enjoy my time in college. I was well behaved for the most part. But there were times where I began to deal with pornography. Mm-hmm. That was heavy, very heavy. Um, my senior year, I began to work uh, for a uh, internship. It was an internship working with a minor league baseball team. And so my fellow, co- my fellow colleagues uh, began to drink. And so I began right. to dabble in drinking. And so that was something that was big for me um, back then. And, um, and then obviously growing up, I realized and I knew and I was and I learned the importance of not sleeping outside of marriage. And so my job, my focus was to never sleep outside of marriage. I you know, was able to pass different tests until I was in Florida. And so there was a particular time in Florida where I slipped up. And, uh, you know, there was times where I began to feel guilt, right? Because I knew right from wrong, right? Fell into realize that 
um, God, God loves me and he loves me because he allowed his only son, Jesus, to die for me. And so I don't need to walk in guilt. And all I need to do is simply repent of my sins and turn to Jesus and remember that he always loves me and that he has my back. Amen. Amen. And I think that's the beginning of the restoration process with knowing that God loves you and accepts you for who you are. Yes, ma'am. But I also, and also the big thing too is repenting uh, from a pure heart, right? Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because there were times, I'm not going to lie, um, where I began to say, oh, Lord, forgive me, just because I know he will forgive me. And as a result, I was taking advantage of his grace, right? right. Um, and that's right. one thing I want to tell everyone is, you know, it's super important for us to understand, hey, listen, we receive the grace of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ, but at the same time, don't take advantage of it, right? The Bible, that's a scripture that tells us, of course, can we sin? Are we able to sin and continue to live our life the way we want to? Of course not, right? But it's super important to realize, hey, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But utilize that relationship. Utilize that relationship with Jesus Christ. Utilize the tools that he's given us so that we can grow. The whole point of the Christian walk in the Christian process is simply growth. It's right. a process of growth. Right, Exactly. Exactly. And how have people or their and their connections led to assisting you in your healing journey? Wow. Um, I've had so many unbelievable connections, starting with my mom. My dad passed away um, February, actually Valentine's Day of 2014. Wow. And so um, my mom has been always been there. I've honestly had it grown a even deeper relationship with my mom since my dad passed. Um, mm-hmm. So she's been able to be, you know, be that encouraging force for me. Um, but she's also shown me that brutally honest honesty that I needed, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because people who some people who truly don't have your best interest at heart won't tell you what you need to hear. They'll tell you what you want to hear. And sure. so my mom has always been able to be able to tell me what I need to hear, um, even if I didn't want to hear it. So she's been phenomenal in my restoration process. My pastors, the pastors that I've had, throughout my life. So one uh, that I recently had is Pastor Avery McBurney. He's in High Point. Um, mm-hmm. And so he pastors at the Potter's um, Church in um, High Point, North Carolina. And then also past, uh, Pastor Jazz Cathcart. He's actually um pastor in Hope City Fellowship in Asheville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just friends, mentors, people in my life that's, that God has placed in my life, specifically Christian mentors. Um, my, like, for example, friend of mine, his name is Dale uh, Simulton. He's mm-hmm. actually in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina area. And then also my cousin, Rodney Boyd. Um, so he's been phenomenal, uh, benef- beneficial in my life too. I've been able to go with these guys to pick their brain on certain things when it comes to relationships, um, how to respond in a certain situation, how would they respond in their certain situations. And honestly, be honest, you know, let them know, you know, that I've, I've, I've struggled in this particular area. What can I do? Can you pray for me? You know, and I think it's super important, as, as I'm pretty sure you can attest to this, Elisha, that it's super important for us to have people in our lives that we can not only be honest with and confess our faults to, but also receive honest criticism and also encouragement from as well. Right. Um, so because at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I think it's so important to build your tribe. I call it a tribe. Yeah. In the word of God, it talks about tribes, not necessarily. And, and you know, we all have our family and we praise God for them. 
but there's your tribe. Your tribe is are the people that you could call at two o'clock in the morning and they'll pick up the phone. Right. You know, your tribe is the ones that if you're going through a difficult time, um, you know, you just send a text and you know they're there. Your tribe is the one where maybe um uh maybe you're dealing with a health issue and so even without asking they'll create a meal train so that you'll be, you know, so that your family be taken care of. That's right. your tribe, you know? Right. So, I mean, um, and, and you'll find your tribe audience, not just through the church, you'll, you'll, you'll find it through different avenues. The Lord will bring people to you. You know, when I think about times, for example, when um, the Lord's brought people to me, for instance, for those of you that don't know that I'm, over 20 years ago, I was, uh, I am a survivor in it and I've overcome a situation of domestic violence and I've been out of it so for over 20 years. And when I think about the people that the Lord brought to me, it wasn't necessarily people that were in the church, but it was also people that were out of the church, but were also Christians, you know, or they weren't Christians. The Lord will bring people to you in order to help you and assist and support you through your healing journey. So never be closed off to getting assistance and support from other people because they may have that gift that is for you, for you to receive and to get, you know. Um, and then even too, you want to be careful because uh, of who you share your stories with, right, your, your journey with, because sometimes people can... Um, you know, you want to use what I would use the word discernment, you know, on, on how you share things with other people as well. Because um, if you get that oh, feeling or that unsure feeling, don't share, you know, um, but do share with the people the Lord leads and brings into your life in, within your inner, inner circle. And a lot of times within that inner, inner circle, it's a small circle, you know, I may be most people would say they have less than 10 people in their inner, inner circle, you know, that they can really go right. to, you know? So, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, right. that's a good thing. The smaller your circle, actually, actually what I would say is this, is the more the Lord um, takes you from place to place, journey to journey, the smaller your circle actually gets, Yeah. you know, would you yeah. agree with that? I agree hundred percent. Um, and to add to that, I think of it like a bus stop. You know, you grew up in, grow up, you go, you went at, you was at elementary school, right? You were at, right. in the school bus. You you had your right. bus stops. You had to drop off people, and you on the way to where you were going, on your way to your destination, right. which is home right. in this case. Right. Exactly. Everybody can't go to where you're headed, right? That's so, so true. You have the seasons, right? Just like there's seasons: fall, spring, summer, winter. There's also seasons that God has in your life. And everybody right. cannot come in the season that you arrive into. So, yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. And relationships change. So maybe that person that was there with, with you, um, like, like what I was saying over 20 years ago, I was in that domestic violence situation. Um, praise God, we're out. Everyone is safe. But still, the relationships have changed from people I had that were in my life before the relationship is different and that's okay because like you said not everybody goes where you go you know no one um and 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 where they go 
doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Exactly. It's just they're just going in a different path, you know. Just be and, true and, to the assignment God has for you. Go ahead. Yeah. And it's okay to get help. Right. It's okay to get help. Exactly. Um, and we God uses and he puts the tools, for example, counselors, he puts even hospitals. He puts every, he puts churches, he puts pastors, he puts so many people in our path, in our lives to assist. But right. we have to overcome pride. That's a big thing. Pride right. and overcome where we came from, that that stigma, that cycle of where we came from, saying, oh, you're not a man if you this or if you get the help that you need. Or you're not a lady if you not get the help that you need. Because of, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to African-American men specifically, right. it's okay mm-hmm. to get help. It's okay. It doesn't take away from your manhood. It actually helps you to be a better man mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. So I think it's super important to utilize what God has placed in our in our lives. I do too. I do too. And I would also say too that you want to make sure that when you're talking with someone who is a professional, that they have um, training in that area. Um, because with some of the more complex things, um, um, you may need more support, you know, so don't be afraid to, um, get that extra support that's needed. Um, how would you say that you've personally dealt with self-doubt and fear? Well, it's funny you say that because recently, um, I had dealt with, um, a particular situation, but specifically this past Thursday, I was Mm -hmm. in a wreck and, um, where the person who hit me, actually mm-hmm. ran. Um, so they drove oh, away. Wow. And so um, yeah, it was difficult. And so dealing with that was, it was, I, I was stressed, but not stressed. Right, that peace within There was some kind of peace about it that I had. Although, obviously in the moment, it hurt. Right. I don't have a way to drive, right? But right. my insurance was able to take care of everything. I was able to get my car towed and things like that. So I, even though I had to wait a pretty long time. Right. But finding the joy Finding the little things that God does within the difficulty that you're dealing with, I think is key. So the reason why I bring that up is because there was a person who actually um, was nearby and he heard the crash. And mm-hmm. he actually had taken photos of um, the person that drove off. And so thankfully, I was able to give and provide that to the police. So because That's the so thing good. is, they drove away. Well, so I wasn't able to get that. that if that wasn't for that person. Right. So God is amazing. But to answer your question, um, you know, I did deal with doubt and I have dealt with doubt because of the, all the things that need to be paid and all these things and thinking about the deductible and all these different things. And specifically this morning, I was wondering, I'm going through this for a reason. Something's, something's going on. Lord, help me. It was frustrating. And mm-hmm. uh, I was just harping on a scripture came to my mind. John chapter 16, verse 33. In this world, we will face trials and tribulation, but take heart. Notice that it says, take heart. Remember, and so in that, in a way it's saying, remember, I have overcome the world. When Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, right? Mm -hmm. He's given us the ability and the power to overcome any type of struggles that we face, sin, weaknesses, struggles, any type of thing that we may be that the enemy may be coming, brings you to our path. 
we have the power in, to overcome. And so that that spirit that came to mind and it helped me to remember all the things that God has already helped me to overcome. And that's right. helped me as well. So I think that's super important to remember where you came from. Right. In those times we remember where you came from, God can help you not only to help other people, but they can help you moving forward. Because God did not promise that we weren't going to go through anything, right? Right, but right. He did promise he was going to supply every need. And, Amen. Uh, and Amen. That, I'm thankful. Amen. And something to consider as well is that right before you get to that next place, right before you get to breakthrough, there's resistance. There's some size, shape, or form. There's resistance, you know, and when you think about it, like even I used to be a runner. I'm in the process of getting myself back to doing that again. And uh, audience, you may hear me talk about uh, that a little bit more as as things go along. But I'm in the process of, of going back into it just because it was such a healthy and a good thing for me. And when I was running, I seemed to always hit a wall right before I got to the finish line, Right. And in order to get past that wall, I always wanted to stop right before I got, I just wanted to stop, you know, um, because my chest was hurting. I was breathing heavy, you know, and, you know, I, I, I still, you know, the cuteness of me was not flowing like I would like for it to flow when I was on racing. Okay. So I was there and I was like, I just don't know. So, but what I would do is I would, push through. I had to push through. And you know, one of the things that got me to push through were my teammates, because my teammates would be on the sidelines and they would be screaming at me, go, Elisha, go. You can do it. You can do it. You could do it. You are almost there. And then I would almost have like people from behind me and they would, you know, and they'd say, come on, come on, come on. That's how it is right before breakthrough. You might feel like you're going to hit that wall, but when you talk about the people and the connections that you have that will guide, lead, and bring you through it, and you might be surprised at at who might be that person that encourages you to push you through. You know, yeah. um, it could be a neighbor, right? It could be somebody just said, I hope you have a nice day today. You know, yeah. you never know who that person is. So never, ever, 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 ever give up. You know, in Romans, it talks about how um, uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So it doesn't mean that we're not going to have things that come to us. It just means that whatever that weapon is, we prosper. We win. It's really it's really has to do with the uh, length of time, really, in our response you know, how we respond to things, the test, you know, of how we can, um, that determines our uh, ability to overcome. But we're going to overcome. That's in the stars. That's we're going to overcome. If God did not allow you to go through certain things, maybe you and Satan would be going the same way. Right. Sometimes, sometimes. I Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's super important to know that if you do go through something, right. right? Hey, know that God loves you. Oftentimes we may face a maybe a death in the family. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we may be going through certain just like for me the other day. Um, that doesn't mean he hates you. 
It's all a part of our growth. It's all a part of our Christian growth specifically. Right. He wants to build character within us. He wants to build that strength within us. He wants mm-hmm. to build that faith within us. He wants us to build that reliance and trust and also remember that he loves us right. as well. And so he allows us to go through these things, not because he hates us, but there's a certain level of growth. And it's funny that you had brought up earlier about getting to that next level. In order for us to get to that next level, we have to be prepared for that next level. Right. And so exactly. there's a certain level of expectation or a certain level of growth, just like anything. In order for you to be the best that you can be, you have to be able to go through something. That's right. That's right. And I think the Christian walk is about surrender, right? Constantly surrender. I've never met a Christian that didn't have to surrender something. So, <laughs> so you know, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, and that's part of you experiencing your breakthrough. And sometimes within the trouble, you're surrendering something so you can have a closer walk with him. Amen. So often, um, you know, we make the prayer and we say, I would like to have a closer relationship with the Lord. I want to do things as you do them, walk as you would have me to walk, you know, things like that. That requires surrender, you know, yeah. and that's part of the trouble. That's part of the tribulation is is you taking the time out to surrender, you know, whatever it is. So, you know. Uh, just recognize and realize when we're in that area of self-doubt and fear, you know, it's not something that's going to paralyze you. That's going to keep you from going forward in the things of him because right. he's get you through it. You know, he's put, he'll bring people in your pathway to get you through it. He'll bring communities to get you through it. He'll get you whatever you need in order to get you through it. But know that in the end, you're going to win. In the end, you're going to get through it because greater yeah. is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Can you agree with that? Amen. He'll use those that you least expect. It's so true. It's so true. So Travis, what advice would you give people who feel stuck where they are in life and what do they need to, or need to move forward? Well, first and foremost, know that there's hope. Right. So many people who are going through trials and tribulations, um, who are dealt with any type of trauma, they go straight to the negative. Right. We've all done it. We go straight yeah. to the negative, right? right. We think about the current situation, failing to realize that there's someone who created us. He's a creator. He's the creator, right? And that's our mm-hmm. God, our heavenly father, who's able to help us to overcome whatever we're facing. Oftentimes we think that our struggles is bigger than our God and God is bigger than our struggle. And right. so it's super important for us to find hope, remember hope. And when we get that hope, which we can get from obviously our relationship with Christ, Getting into the Word of God, prayer, those are essential things, as we all know. Those are essential things in order for us to find that hope. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. we get so caught up in our schedules, like our job schedules, right? right? That we neglect God and we wonder why we're flipping out on somebody who mm-hmm. gets in front of us in in, 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 in the traffic. Or mm-hmm. we, we wonder why we get so stressed out at work mm-hmm. or we get overwhelmed at work. Right. It's because we haven't given God time. Right. I like to say this about it's kind of like it reminds me of a relationship. Right. In order for a person, two people to come together. Right. Let's say, for example, a guy finds a young lady. Right. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to get to a point where they are wanting to potentially get married. Right. Mm-hmm. There has to be a time of where they spend time together. 
right? Right. And when they spend time together, they begin to grow in a relationship with one another. Right. They begin to get to know one another. Right. And if things fall into place and they begin to like each other and they begin to like what each other can bring to the table, more than likely, the guy, right, he would ask her to marry him, right? Because there's a form of commitment mm-hmm. that has to be taking place. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's, long, that's my long-winded way of saying seeking God, finding mm-hmm. hope, seeking God. And when we seek God about everything that we're facing and dealing with, he'll be able to help us. He'll be able to develop trust with them and give us the hope that we need, you know? And what would you say to someone that maybe is going through a desert experience? Like they're spending time with God, but they're just not feeling like they're getting, especially men in general, they seem to be results driven. So what would you say to our men uh, to encourage them? Enjoy the process. And it's weird to say enjoy, right? Right. You're dealing with trials and tribulations. Um, I think we were talking about this earlier about the Christian walk. You're going to deal with you're going to deal with good, bad, you're going to deal with ups, downs, um, enjoying the the Christian walk and utilizing the tools around you, utilizing people that can be able to help you, utilizing um in, you know, technologies at an all-time high, right? Utilizing right. certain platforms. For example, YouTube, for example, even every single church, well, not every single church, but a lot of churches have online platforms, right? Right. Where you can watch messages on demand. Um, Utilizing that, you taking advantage of the mentors. It's very important to have a mentor. Mm -hmm. Even pastors, it's very important to have a mentor for those pastors. Any Having an accountability partner, going to them, you know, if you're dealing with something. Tell us about your mentors, Travis. Yeah. So for me, um, as I stated before, Mentors for me has been uh, Pastor, Pastor Avery McBurney. Uh, you know, I've been able to get you know help from him, and he's been able to help me in times where I've dealt with struggle, um, or especially relationally, um, being able to be able to get advice from people like my friend Del Del Simonson or my mm-hmm. cousin Rodney Boyd. Being mm-hmm. able to utilize and help people, help utilize people that God has placed in my life that can be able to help me. Um, so it's okay to get help. It's okay to get help. We talked about this earlier. It's okay to get help. So for me, finding, making sure that you you can find hope in Christ, growing in your walk with Jesus, practically doing that, right? And then also utilizing the platforms and utilizing the people in your life or the things in your life that God has, um, has so that you can grow. Right, exactly, exactly. And I want to emphasize something. It's kind of off subject, but I just kind of feel... I want to emphasize too that there's a big difference between religion and relationship. You know, if you focus on your relationship with the Lord um, and and try your best to keep him in the center of things, I think you're going to be okay. But if you're going through the motions of religion, that's where you're going to kind of get lost in the weeds. Absolutely. So, um, you know, even if maybe you don't feel like you can do a prayer, spend some time out and read, you know, a passage in the Bible or a motivational piece. If you feel like you can't even read anything, because some people are not readers, maybe if you just listen to something on YouTube, a motivational piece or a speaker that you like, or start audible. where you are and then move forward from that. But don't get caught in the weeds of religion because religion will 
fail you, but your relationship with Christ, he will never fail you. Go ahead. What were you saying? Well, to be to add to add to what you're saying, even right. that, right? Even if you don't like to read, there's right. online platforms. You have a, the Bible app, right? Which mm-hmm. is what you're able to utilize different devotionals that are right. based upon whatever you're struggling with, whether right. it's anger, whether it's, right. whether it's anger, you know, lack of hope, if you need love, if you need peace. There's right. different um, devotionals out there that can be able to help you. And then also, you can be able to read uh, the Bible aloud. They able right. to read it out to you. Right. And so even audibles, there's different audible books out there if you don't like to like actually read. Um, mm-hmm. You can actually listen to different audibles. So Again, you know, God has given us all platforms to be able to use. And I love what you said about the relationship piece, because that's what it is. Um, right. In order for, and I like to compare it, and I said before, I like to compare this to a actual relationship that, like a man and woman relationship. Um, in order for the relationship to work, there has to be work. Right. You have to put in the work, right? Right. And, um, you know, you have to have God as the foundation, as you stated, which was um, eloquently said. But also, you have to put in the work, and God can help you put in the work if you give Him the opportunity. Um, That's I think right. If you just give Him your yes, like you said earlier, surrendering, so total surrender yourself. Both parties do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, you'll receive great results as a result. And then again, you're not you're going to go through trials and tribulations, but even in your relationship, right, you're able to overcome because right. God has given us the ability to do so. And that's the difference between surviving and overcoming, you know, surviving. There's a lot of people that are survivors. I'm a survivor, really. You know, you're probably a survivor. Um, You know, it's a lot of people that are survivors, but you can still be a survivor and still be dealing with um, the ripple effects of what happened. Overcoming is when the ripple effects don't affect you anymore. You know, so that's that's what actually what we're talking about is that that's restoration. That's restoration. You know, um, I remember uh, I remember when I was I'm still studying restoration, you guys, but um, because there's so many um, there's so many things to it. But within that area of restoration, I remember the Lord was showing me that someone can give him a broken toy. You know, like he can take, he could take a car that's beat up and replace it and make it like it's a Lamborghini. Okay. He makes it better than what it was before. You know, that's the cool part about restoration, you know, in the Lord, you know. So I, that's why I say go to him when it comes to those areas and, and don't be afraid to deal with those deeper things that are hurting. Um, Travis, I thank you. For for Can I have one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Let's be honest. One thing to remember, guys, um, be honest. Be honest exactly. with God because he knows right. anyway. Right. It's okay to be honest. You don't have to give this eloquent prayer, right? Be honest. Be straight up with God. Come with him with reverence, obviously, but be honest with what you're going through because he already knows. He's just waiting for us to approach him. Right. Right. Oh, I'm I'm brutally honest. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's not good today. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 special. I'm I'm sure when you were in that car accident, you were brutally honest, you know, yes. with things you were dealing with. You know. So um I want to thank you for coming on the show today. 
Um, would you like to Thank talk you. a little bit about your book that you've got out? That people yeah. So uh, my book, Let's Go Weekly Devotions uh, for Godly Competition, is used just um, for those individuals who either love sports or who are open to learning about sports. Um, and it talks about real life sports incidents with professional and collegiate athletes and coaches. And it teaches Christian principles within it. So it uses that as those experiences that these athletes and coaches have dealt with and uses that as a way to be able to help us to understand the importance of um, Christian principles to help us as we go in our Christian walk. So um, one thing about this book that I wanted to do is really um, use something that's practical and use something that people comes together, helps people come together because people come together with either sports, food, maybe a concert, some type of musical activity. Um, and so I want to meet people where they are. And so I want to utilize sports as a way to go about doing that. So um, definitely check it out. It's on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, um, it's through various different, you can actually go to your closest Barnes and Noble location as well. Um, or you can go through my website, uh, www.traviswilson.org. Okay. Okay. And what I'll do, Travis, is I'll list uh, the email the web address for um, Barnes and Noble for Amazon the link so people can purchase it and um, I think I know that my store has it too so um, I'll list the link so if there's any additional links just send that to me and I'll make Absolutely. sure to add that so people can have access to this book you're not going you can't go any person can read this book it's geared for males but you know if you're a sports lover, you're going to like this book. It's so good. It's very relatable. Um, I highly recommend it. And it touches on, um, it doesn't just deal with a spiritual principle, a spiritual principle, but also um, it also talks about things that we're dealing with in our everyday life that affects our soul. So there's a piece of healing that for, for you to get as well, which is the reason why I asked uh, Travis to be on the show. I think you will really truly enjoy this book. And I thank you for coming onto the show. I thank, thank you for taking out the time to talk with us. We had some technical difficulties earlier, so I appreciate you being flexible and Absolutely. working with us regarding that. Audience, I say to you, be well. And I also say to you that just hold on, don't give up and continue to move forward within your healing journey. Restoration is your portion. Healing is your portion. And in the end, you win. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elisha's Space, where we discuss issues of mental health and faith. Like our shows? Subscribe so you can be in the know of upcoming episodes. Now go, move forward in your healing journey.